Welcome to Menu, the Feel Good Food Stories podcast. Whoop whoop. Okay, so I'm serving up a starter, main, and dessert of good food, chat, joy, and laughter. And that's going to be from myself and my brilliant guests that I have on every week. We talk about things like food memories, food dating stories, we throw in the odd review now and again, and there's a big dollop of food joy. So pop your napkin on your lap and let's get stuck in. Hello. I sound a bit raspy today because I went to a well, my cousin's 50th birthday party yesterday. So, <clears throat> you know, when the music's really loud and you're trying to talk to someone like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> so a bit, bit more raspy today, but all good. It was a good party. Loved it. Really good family shindig, I was going to say. Does anybody even say shindig? No, they don't, Karen. But anyway, it was a good night. So, right, on to this week's episode. This week's guest is Joan Blaney. She's coming up next and she'll tell you all about how her husband's idea of food made a difference to so many people's lives. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. And then I talk to you about, well, I say I talk to you about, I give you a review of a cocktail. It was gorgeous, really, really good. So yes, that is what's coming up in menu this week. This week's guest is the tremendous Joan Blaney. She talks to us about her husband who, well, he just saw food in a very medicinal way. And because of his work, she has carried on his legacy. So just a great story. Can't wait for you to listen to it. Joan is also a social and business entrepreneur. So you know, there's a lot of meaning and thought that goes into what she does. But the way she talks about her husband is just very special. Listen to Joan. Good old Sean put us in touch and he told yeah. me all about what you do and what your husband yeah. did. And I thought, wow, wow, wow. I need to speak to this lady because this sounds really good. So if so just as an overview, if you just tell us about what your husband did and how he saw food. Yes, well, my husband was a retired GP. Mm-hmm. And he was someone who really thought food was more for nourishment yeah. than anything else. If you enjoyed it, that was great. But it was more <laughs> important. <laughs> but it was more important that you were nourished. Mm. And he was plant-based. Um, and he also was very interested in raw food. Mm. So, you know, everything that involved food um, being good for you is exactly what Bill was about. In fact, he, he often used to say, um, let food be your medicine ah. because medicine is your food. Right. And mm. so, you know, I, I, it was just, it, he was just amazing. Mm. Um, yeah. His favorite, one of his favorite foods was plantains. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like and, as well. uh, yes, and so 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 do I. But he was um it was a kind of GP that didn't just look 
at the symptoms. He was more interested in the whole of the person. Okay, um, yeah, that's a holistic way of looking ho- at yeah, things. He yeah, he took a very holistic approach, um, which means that he would spend much longer with patients if he needed to. When he retired, because um, he was mixed heritage, mm. half Ghanaian and half uh, British, mm. when he retired, he went back to Ghana to work um, voluntarily with a, a um, organization that looked after the destituted in a, mm. in a very poor part of Ghana called Tamale. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And just so people understand, you know, your husband is no longer with us. So you're, you're keeping obviously his memory alive and also telling us all the fabulous work he did. So how do, how did he get into doing what he did? How did that come about? Bill, was one of the, I suppose you could say, an old-time doctor, really. Mm. Uh, and as I said, he 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 was just knew that food was the right thing, you mm. know, for people to have to keep them healthy. He was also very interested in preventative medicine. Right. And so, from that point of view, it was really what's going to keep you as healthy as you can possibly be, what is going to enable you to be the best that you can. Mm. And so that that was just his philosophy. He was mm. a very kind person, um, very much interested, as I said, in, in the whole person. Yeah. And I guess that food was just part of that. It was central mm. to, to living. I mean, mm. you think about it, Karen, and I often sometimes look at the analogy of a car if you put the wrong fuel in a car it doesn't run well yeah. so obviously you need the right food to make mm. sure you're operating at your best mm. and, so, and yeah I was gonna say who did the cooking then <laughs> well, <laughs> well I did uh, the cooking yeah, but uh, Bill enjoyed being in the kitchen, and he would help whenever he he could. But I did the cooking. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And then I know that um, you know, the allotments and kind yes. of you know all of that. Tell us a bit about that. Well, um, when my husband uh, died, I decided to continue his work by setting up a, a foundation in his name. Mm. And this foundation is called the William Wilson Turner Foundation. And because of Bill's interest in food, I thought having an allotment as a community garden, Mm. which would be there for uh, people to come along, you know, and enjoy being out um, in the in the fresh air, growing vegetables from scratch Mm. um, would be something that would be in line with his legacy and so that was the idea of uh, having the 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 allotment as a community garden where we have volunteers um and in fact in our our first year Mm -hmm. it was quite crazy um (laughs) because we we grew everything you know from um lettuce uh, tomatoes peppers Mm. Um, pumpkins parsnips carrots you name it broccoli we grew everything and uh, it was a lot of sort of trial and error but we were amazed at how well we did 
So that, again, was just part of his legacy, really. Yeah, uh, that's mm-hmm. just so good to hear because, I mean, mm-hmm. it's not just the food that's been grown, which is obviously healthy, organic food, but it's bringing people together through it as well, isn't it, as Absolutely. a community garden. So, Absolutely. you know, very yes, holistic because yeah. we're talking nutrition, mental health. It's, it's yes. all in there, isn't it? Brilliant. All of that. All of mm. that is. And it's certainly um, because, you know, my, 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 my husband died quite, we weren't expecting it and it happened mm. quite quickly and I found being out in the community garden was you know very therapeutic for me mm. and also knowing that I'm doing something he would have loved was also a good thing and helped me through the the, the grieving uh, process mm. Mm. wow mm. you see how it all links isn't it it's yes. just amazing isn't it you know gosh Absolutely. and you yeah. know through his kind of that essence of what he believed in yes. that's kind of transcended now hasn't it really and it's it's helping other people as well as yourself through that grieving process so it just shows how powerful you know, that kind of thinking isn't around food and what that can do for people. I absolutely love this story. I really do. Yes, um, yeah. So, like, obviously, you know, I want to talk a bit about you now and your food mm. memories because um, I just love hearing the kind of things that people ate when they were younger and what their <laughs> favourite foods were and who cooked it. Were they in the house, like, with their granny or the mom? I just love all that. So if you can whisk us back to, because I know you're from Jamaica, whisk us back to that and a time when, you know, you had some really good food memories. What were they? Yeah, well, to begin with, um, my fondest memory as a child is when um, after school instead of getting off home mm. um, some friends and I would go off um, and eat, find what we called sour barge ah. and we'd go into the bushes where this, these would grow and uh, we would pick them now sour barge is like a little cucumber okay very small Mm. And it was so sour that we ended up with scrunched up faces whilst we were <laughs> eating them. I mean, honestly, Karen, it was crazy. It was like torture. But we had a lot of, we, we had a lot of fun. And in fact, we kept on wanting to see who made the funniest face. Oh. But sometimes, because all our eyes were closed, we couldn't, <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't see who won. <laughs> sour but we loved it and then there were guineps and guineps are like lychees yeah uh, with a smooth green skin mm. and I enjoyed sucking the flesh off the pit mm. uh, and, uh, and then again something else that I loved was uh, the tamarind and we used to have tamarind balls oh. and they were sweet and sticky and made from oh. tamarind and of course I can't forget the mangoes but mm. I, I, I guess what I enjoyed most um, with my auntie used to cook, because I grew up with my aunt for me yeah. to is ackies and saltfish. Now, ackie, okay. you know, it's sometimes described like once cooked, like scrambled eggs. Mm, yeah. But it's, it's a Jamaican national fruit mm. and mixed with saltfish. Mm. It's our national dish. Yeah. So you can just imagine, you know, it's sautéed 
uh, with peppers and mm. onions and spices. Oh, it's so nice. But now yeah. they make me want some. I haven't <laughs> had some Atkins sausage for a while with some, like, well, we would call them Johnny cakes, but I guess you'd say oh, fried yeah. dumplings because, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fried, yeah, yeah. fried dumplings. Mm, so rice, nice. Rice and peas and green oh, bananas, you name it. Mm. So that was my, my, my favourite, really. But the other thing is um, breadfruit. Uh, now it's interesting, Karen, because breadfruit uh, fruit is considered to be one of the most nutritious fruits in the world. Oh wow! And uh, it's a substitute for bread or potato. Mm. And uh, roast breadfruit on an mm. open fire, which is what we used to have in the yard. Mm. Goodness, it was heavenly. Mm. I want That's... some of that done properly, like old school. <laughs> Because oh, you can buy them over here, but I want it roasted on the fire. Oh, it, yes. Do you know what I mean? I just oh, think, absolutely. oh, mm. absolutely, you can't beat that. Mm. Yeah. So, so those are things that, that I enjoyed. I love those memories. And when you do go out, is there any things that kind of are a bit annoying? You know, when you go out, there's certain things where maybe the standards not so great or the service. Is there anything that you think, oh, you could have got that right? <laughs> no, that is because I have um, three very, very good friends that, yeah. that I go out with when we go out for meals. Yeah, and uh, we always make sure we choose the the right places. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, uh, friend Fiona, she will usually come back with ideas, and then oh. Cynthia and. Kate, we then decide. Yes, let's go here. Oh, and, uh, it might be research. A posh, <laughs> yeah, it might be a posh restaurant, and we say, look, you know, we deserve to have a wonderful time. Not mm. necessarily your Sex in the City kind of women, but <laughs> when you know, but when we go out for a meal, we have a wonderful time, and we'll go yeah. out for afternoon tea, and you know, all of a cream tea, all of them. Yeah, it's really oh, important. Gosh. You know, mm. I mean, food is a good way of socialising. And yeah. so from that point of view, we want to make sure that we've got some, we're eating a good meal yeah. and we do, we do enjoy ourselves. Right, so quick review. Um, this is the Mixologist cocktails, and this one is the Pina Colada. Okay, so I know the Mixologist guy. His name's Ashton, and he's going to be a guest on this podcast very, very soon. So um, he's doing his cocktail business and I have to say the cocktails are good I tasted like the first kind of incarnation shall we call it and they were banging so these new ones mm, I mean I haven't tasted them all but I managed to get my hands on the pina colada and the experience of this because mm, I'm telling you now, this pina colada is the absolute business. It has got the pineapple. It's got the creaminess. It's got the sweetness, but not too sweet. You know how some cocktails, like pre-made cocktails, can be like overly sweet. Honestly, best pina colada 
going. Trust me, it's so, so good. You absolutely must try this because I'm telling you now, people will go, mmm, because it is just one of those. So, mmm, I can't stop drinking it. So nice, so, so nice. And I'm going to put some in the freezer because I know this is going to be wicked as a slushy. I just know it. Just get yourself on the mixologist cocktails because they are the business. I realised in that last section, I was just so overwhelmed by that pina colada and how good the pineapple, the coconut, the rum, blah, 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 yum, yum, yum. (laughs) I was so wrapped up in that that I didn't really say where you can get it. So he's called the Mixologist Cocktails. That's his brand. And you can get him on Instagram. Go to themixologist.uk. Send him a message. Tell him that Craven K sent you there you know, and then ask him all you need to know about either that pina colada or other cocktails and he will sort you out. All right then. Thanks for listening and get involved. You can like, comment and follow me on the socials. I'm on Twitter. I'm at Craven K7. That's C-R-A-V-E-N-K-7. I'm also on Instagram and I'm Craven K7 on there. And if you want to listen to this weekly, I know you do, what you'll need to do is you need to follow me. Follow me on Spotify, Apple, Anchor or Google Podcasts and you'll get notified every week and then you can get your teeth into more menu. Also, I suggest you share this with your good friends and your family because they will not want to miss out either. So why not do that while you're there? (laughs) Do it. All right, then. That's me. Thanks for listening. Bye. Yay! Yay! Yay!